0: Welcome to the Buker & Friends Podcast. Co-starring 10-year NFL veteran and Super Bowl champion, Will Blackman. And from the end zone, he throws, and it deflects away, and it is picked off by Will Blackman, the former giant. Tim Dwight watches it hit, bounces, picks it up at the 10, slips a defender. the football, hits up for grabs, it's covered in the end zone by Will Blackman for a Green Bay touchdown! And now, here is your host. Let's send it over to Rick Bucher. Rick Bucher.
1: Hey yeah, subscri- hey, listen, subscribe to uh Buecher and Friends. This Bucher and Friends, because he's selfish, it's not Buker and Blackman. Let's just call that.
2: First. I just I said, by the way, we're so. recording now. So. Welcome to another episode of Buker and Blackman. <laughs> subsidiary of Buker and Friends, part of the United Wecast Network. That was Will Blackman, and the reason he was jumping in uh, ahead of me uh, before the intro is because we just did a little IG live to warm up for the recording of this podcast, which is coming on the heels of the Browns 21-7 win over the Steelers. That, of course, is not what everybody's talking about. Conversation is about Miles Garrett taking Mason Rudolph's own helmet to Mason Rudolph, the Steelers quarterback's head, Marcus Pouncey, uh, then jumping in, getting on top of Miles Garrett, kicking him, punching him, and it still remains to be seen what what punishment is going to come down. But you were saying in the IG Live, Will, and welcome to Will. By the way, you can see both of us on FS1. You could have seen us there today. Uh, You can catch us there on on air. You can read me on Bleacher Report. You can follow me on Twitter at Rick Bucher and on IG at Rick underscore Bucher. He's Will Blackman at Will Blackman, both IG and Twitter. And you can also catch him on Fox Radio. Okay. You were saying in the IG Live that you believe that both guys will be suspended for the rest of the year. Uh, both Miles Garrett and Marcus Pouncey. Is there any way in which... Marcus Pouncey may get a little bit less since he wasn't the instigator and as we talked about it's it's sort of the unwritten rule that if anybody's going after the quarterback you as a lineman are going to take up for him.
1: No, there's there's no there's no mosaic law in the NFL. Um I don't think so. I I believe if now if he ran up to him and pushed him over and maybe swung a punch he may he may he might get like maybe half the suspension or whatever it is but the fact that he continued punch 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 kick kick you know a bunch of stuff and really like, really fought him i think is totally going to be um equal suspension i think they're both done uh
2: what's worse the punch or the kick
1: uh the kick
2: yeah uh, it and and it's funny but it just is like people the just think that's
1: yeah, the kick—the kick's always worse. It, it doesn't matter. Kicking is like is malicious. <laughs> right. And he was down, and somebody was on top of him too, and he kicked them. So right, right. I think he just blacked out because he saw his QB get hit with the helmet, and then just went just lost it.
2: Right. So I, by the way, and for anybody who caught it, uh, will referenced mosaic law. There's no mosaic law in the NFL, which is the law of moses and i have to tell you that i had to go and look that up and are you uh, so do you want to give a definition or you want me to give it a definition
1: i mean feel free
2: well i'm still looking it up so if you have it have it there i'm trying to get it i mean it's not it's not eye for an eye which is the first thing i thought with uh with old testament but i'm just looking for that's what it is it is yeah that's why i said it yeah okay okay um all right yeah because i'm i'm looking this up and this is pretty this is pretty extensive (laughs) it's not it's not taking you to the it's not giving me a very simple description (laughs) so in any event there is no mosaic law in the nfl that's brought to you by will blackman uh, we also talked on the IG a little bit about the um the number of helmet collisions. And I wanted to get your take on that, especially when it came to Demarius Randall. Well and I'll just put it in these terms. I didn't know on the IG live, but I will here. Was that an avoidable hit?
1: It was an avoidable hit. It was. Yeah, it was an avoidable hit. It just he went in. Here's the thing. He went in with his shoulder. He did connect with the shoulder It's just the fact that the front of his helmet Hit the guy in the jaw too Hit him yeah. on the side of the helmet you know. So that's, that's, that's what was tough Right
2: And those hits I mean I, I think the worst The worst hits are As I understand it Side of the helmet The temple Or back of the helmet Because it causes your brain To hit the front of your skull I think that's. I may have. I think I have that right. That those are the most damaging concussions that you can get. I could have. I don't know. I don't could, know because
1: if you. I don't know because if you slam your head backwards, that's pretty bad. Get, t-
2: yeah. Now that I think about it, that might be worse. I knew it. It's one direction or the other. That's that's. Yeah. That's really bad. So, and I think oh, you are right. I think it's the back of the back of the brain.
1: Yeah. So it's just tough. And also too, you know, like I mentioned before, these helmets are getting larger. It's really hard to keep your head out of a hit if they're these are massive helmets.
2: Well that's the thing is they're getting bigger supposedly to provide more protection, but they're it's not more contact. Yeah, the, and, and and you still see guys that like they're out. Guys are getting laid out more, Whew. I feel like. There is
1: there is no there is no helmet that can prevent a concussion. You know, you may, you may find some that maybe would absorb, you know, maybe lessen shaking of the brain. Because that's what it is. It's when the brain is it, 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 it shook. It, right.
2: You know, it gets, that's what causes the concussion. It, it gets shook inside, inside yeah. the, the brain pan. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: So it's it's interesting, man. Also, too, a big deal, too, is there's a – the art of tackling is lost. Well, like that's – yeah. The grass grassroots of football was straight fundamentals, you know. And I understand, you know, there's no more two-a-days. You can't hit in practice anymore. You can't do all these things. Um, but that's why the developmental stages, when you're younger, like you get to the pros because you're a pro. Like right. you should know how to – I know the game's different. Guys are bigger. You know, guys are faster. But you sure already have like the fundamental things – that's one when, when I when I got drafted my rookie year I prided myself on the fact that I knew how to tackle mm-hmm. I knew how to form I knew how to square up I knew how to wrap up I knew how to and I hit whoever.
2: Well, that's why I felt in watching tonight, and in part because the Browns were down to their third and fourth string guys, losing losing a couple guys to injury. Uh, that's a lot of guys, yeah. Uh, that it was it was sloppy tackling technique. That was resulting in some of these collisions. The way guys were coming in, you know, I just, you know, if 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 you're unfamiliar with any game, your technique is is not on point, or you're trying to play catch up, then you're not you're not in position. You end up getting yourself or somebody else hurt. I just felt in some of those instances, just the way guys were coming in, this they it just, it just looked like. Sloppy body control that was contributing to it and, and it is I, okay
1: it is and and you just you have to once again, you have to emphasize on aiming on aiming where you hit, like aim for the thighs, aim for the hips, aim for the waist, like you have to lower your targets, you know, I think with a team, this is just my assumption. With a team that's struggling or trying to figure it out, I know they're so focused on making sure we're doing the right things game plan-wise. Make sure we know where we're supposed to be. And then then the fundamentals in terms of tackling aren't emphasized as much. I remember when I was in the Seahawks, we would always watch a video on how to tackle. I mean, for crying out loud, the Seahawks have a instructional video that every single high school kid in America, in the world, has watched. Hot hmm. tackling. It's a of video by Rocky Seto, who was the safety coach at the time. It is how to tackle. It's on YouTube. Everyone go see it. And everyone's like tracking their hit. You know, saying grab, wrap, roll, strike with this. Stri-. It's brilliant. It's to hmm. teach guys how to tackle, how to keep your head out of it, and and be and, and be safe.
2: So. Wh- I I have to ask this with a with number of guys that have gone down and the shape that you're in. Did you at this point think that you might be back in the league?
1: Um, this there's a chance. Yeah.
2: So there's still a chance. You're still there's looking still, at this as the possibility that you might play the season
1: is the reason why it's still a possibility because there has been interest. And in my position right now, you know, um, I'm all over the place with TV. I'm still training. I don't have anything solidified. And the fact that I have interest from multiple parties, I'm entertaining all interest. Gotcha. You know, so I, I did work out for the Raiders when I was in London. Okay. I, I did a workout for them and they have me on a short list. You know, I'm pretty much like on a list where if a team is pushing for the playoffs and they want to bring in some more veterans, that's kind of where I fit in. So uh, interest is still legit, even mm-hmm. though they signed DJ Swearinger when um, Carl Joseph went down. It's, it's still there, so okay. I'm still entertaining it.
2: Is there when when you know that's going on? Do you watch teams different, knowing that you might be playing with them? Um, I watch
1: football as a whole, but I I pay more attention to that team. Yeah. Like the past month, I I did not miss a Raider game. Right. Because I want, to, I want to see how they are. Like, what are they doing? How are they playing? You know, and yeah, if, if somebody does go down, I'm kind of like, I want to know what's going on. Right. So I have been watching, specifically watching Raiders game. Like, I, I have a, you know, the split TV where you can watch multiple games. So I always have the Raiders on one for sure. And then whoever else on the other one, I'll, I'll switch around.
2: I would have to think that your workouts are different too. Like you're None working really. out working out to stay in shape versus working out knowing that you could get a call at any minute. It has the to main, be
1: different. No, the main thing the main thing for me is just to um just make sure my wind is good. You know, I do a lot of high intensity cardio, I do a lot of running and just make sure that's good, you know. I'll do I'll do some strengthening stuff here and there just to make sure I have the strength, but at the end of the day, I have to be able to run and be in shape to run. So that's what I that's what and yeah my workouts are different because once I'm finished playing I'm I'm taking this weight off right <laughs> I got to get my TV body right
2: <laughs> I can't I two fifty I can't be two fifteen when I'm
1: done playing I don't want to be two fifteen
2: is that what you're so what are you rocking right now
1: I'm about two seventeen
2: really and so what would you mm-hmm. play
1: at uh, anywhere between two fifteen and two ten like anywhere in that range
2: but there's good weight and there's bad weight. Are you good weight yeah, right I'm, now? or I'm, Are
1: you bad yeah, weight? Yeah, I'm. I'm lean because I can still fit my clothes. Like I put up when I was, I, I probably like being around 208. So I have clothes when I was like 208.
2: Yeah.
1: That I, I fit in perfectly still. So I'm lean.
2: Okay.
1: All, right. I'm all muscle, bro. All right. All right.
2: I'm not. I'm not. I'm not questioning that. I saw you today. I know you know. I'm, know you know. I'm just letting you know. Okay. All right. Uh, another guy who's uh, got an important workout the suit, coming. The out. suit I had on today that you saw, I had to yes. get it taken in. Uh, yeah, it looked like you took it in.
1: It was snow. It was snug. It, nice. it was nice.
2: It was a nice suit. You were, you were dressed to the nines. I'll give I that know. to you. I I thought that uh, my ensemble today was particularly sharp as well. Thank you to the uh, the wardrobe ladies at Fox. I leave them with some things, but they I've I've left it to them after the last couple of times. I allow them to pick out like the combinations as and, you should. And they have not steered me wrong. They are good. As you should. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of like. I enjoy putting together my own. My, I, I, I get. I get some some uh, satisfaction out of that, out of figuring out some things, and. Uh, but, I I have ceded control to them, and they have they have taken care of me. Uh, another guy who's got a big workout coming up is uh, Colin Kaepernick. And, I made the case today on Speak for Yourself that he shouldn't be doing this. That he is set up to fail. Doesn't know I can't believe they
1: gave that to you and not me. That's See, unbelievable. I, you know what?
2: And by the way, for those who, who didn't listen to the IG live, this is what was funny is that Will and I were never on the set at the same time, and any segment that he was not in, when he did get on the desk, he would somehow find a way to make a comment or give his opinion on whatever the, the, the topic previous. was when he wasn't on. Yeah, the previous one. And will I think Jason even called you out at one point? Like, uh, I so you okay, get that's a topic. good point. It's off the subject, but
1: <laughs> did it,
2: it was it was funny. And I, you know, you we didn't talk about it, but I knew that that's what caused you to talk about that because you were upset that I was up there talking about cap. Uh, well,
1: no, I wasn't. I wasn't hating the fact that you talked about cap. It's the fact that I had like. I had a, a I have a great resource about this whole cat thing that I want to get out.
2: Okay, that being what?
1: So, well, perfect. Buick and Blackwood. Why not? Yes. So when I so Drop when it. I when I pulled up, when I pulled up to uh, Fox Studios, you text me, Hey, are you here yet? Yeah. And it, it, my response was a little delayed. Yes. Because right when you text me, I got a call from a no caller ID. A block number. Okay. Roger Goodell. What? Yeah, the commish, exactly. The commission called you? The commish called me. Because I, I, I texted him yesterday, and I was like, hey, I want to know, like, is it, was this a mutual thing between you and Cap's people to schedule this workout? And he was like, nah, like, it was, you know, it was me. You know, I decided it's the best chance for him to showcase. He could take it or leave it. And I was like, "Hey, is it cool if I if I say that we spoke?" And I mentioned that. He goes, "Well, in that case, we should speak then." <laughs> so I so I was like, "Give me a call tomorrow. I, I have this window open. I'm driving." And he didn't say anything. And I get I get a call from No Call ID, which I never answer. Right. And it was him.
2: So you did answer it this time. You had a feeling.
1: Had I had it. a feeling. I had a feeling, man. Yeah. I was like, listen, I had a feeling someone somebody important is calling me. So yeah, it was it was my boy Raj.
2: Your boy Raj. That's
1: so why I go, yo, what up, Raj? That's how I talk to him. You know,
2: no, no, you don't. No, you
1: don't. I, pro- I promise you. I promise you. I say. You yo, said what, what up? So,
2: you said you said to the commissioner of the NFL, what up, Raj?
1: Yes, because even <gasps> when I text him, even when I text, him, I go, Yo, Raj. <laughs> you think that's hilarious? And does he?
2: And and does he text back? What up, Will? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, there's only one will yeah
2: yeah <laughs> yeah so, uh, so so roger we so roger's so, like yo 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 yo
1: yo yo what so up? he and on he was like hey what's happening he's like basically you know his his representatives came out and said like hey no one's been and no one's been like getting back to us off to the workout so roger thought it was a great idea like hey let's give him this day take it believe it it's an opportunity period and he called he called people around the league said hey this is what's going on. Guys, are gonna, teams are going to send representatives, and he's not going to—he's not going to release a list of of who's sending who just to protect the teams. But he said, "This is what it is."
2: Okay. So he's doing in in Roger's mind, he's doing Colin a solid. But I can't help but feel this is really okay. You know what? Let's put this to bed. Let's not have this continue. Let's give you—we're going to give you a shot. Show what you can do, it's and be been, quiet. It's been three years, and then we can move on. Right? By the way,
1: that 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 too. This is not me once again being a hater and dissing Cap. I just feel like working out for three years, five days a week at four four thirty a.m. is a stretch.
2: You're not buying that.
1: No, only person that I know that has worked four thirty a.m. For three years or more five days a week is my dad
2: <laughs>
1: and my dad was a correctional officer at our state prison the ACI in Cranston Rhode Island my dad got up every day to go to work yeah because he had to
2: yeah yeah my my dad well, ain't, no, ain't, no,
1: ain't no pro athlete getting up at 4 a.m for three years every day because he wants to yeah, Not you better the- look. You better look like Captain America on Saturday, because yeah. that's what he looked like before he uh, stopped playing. Dude was lit up.
2: <sighs> okay, I still stand by this that-, that he
1: shouldn't. That he shouldn't do it.
2: Yes, that he shouldn't. But do he it. wants.
1: But he wants to play. That's the whole thing. He wants to play. Okay, so so then what? What was my thing? My thing is like, why didn't he go to the other leagues?
2: Yeah. Why didn't he go well, AF?
1: Why isn't he going to X, XFL? XFL
2: XFL probably wouldn't go down that road, unless he said, like, if he really wanted Why to wouldn't play. Why would they go down that road? That is money. No, no, no. They wouldn't go down that road because oh, because oh, people because Vince McMahon has has decided. I think v- Vince McMahon wants the XFL has looked at it and say we're going to be all the things that the other league is not. We're, so we're not going to have any politics. Like we're not going to come anywhere near that. P- that turned people off. We want to turn people on. Um, we're not going to have will turn people on. What's that?
1: That will turn people on.
2: Yeah, I think there's a mixed. I think there's mixed opinion about that. Uh, I, as far as like whether people would tune in to watch Colin, or they would they would look at it and go, "All oh, the XFLs, just like the NFL. Like what? Why are they?" And, and that's my issue with this is that um, I, I, I looked at what where this started and I was a, a huge advocate of Colin Kaepernick and what he was attempting to do and I and it made me angry that I felt like his purpose and his cause was hijacked and it became something else entirely the the debate and the conversation became it, it 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 was focused on something else.
1: It did. It never got switched quick. It it, it went from him uh, in terms of police brutality to disrespecting the flag and the truth. Yes,
2: exactly. And and look, our our you know our political system and our political leaders had had a, had a hand in in switching that. But I think people wanted to see that happen. And and here's where I slowly but steadily fell off with Colin is that Colin never tried to get control of the narrative. He never tried to go out there and say, look, this is why, this is what it's about. This is why he never talked. He never talked. Exactly. And I just I just did a podcast with Derek Rose. And Derek admitted that he ran into the same issue and he did it because he didn't trust the media. Because, and and Colin had the same experience. While he was playing, he was criticized. And he didn't want to open up to people that he thought looked at him. He thought there was a racist element to it. He thought that. Planning for your next trip? He was a young black kid and there were white right, white people in the media that were looking at him and judging him and expecting him to behave a certain way. And he was thinking, "That's if I act the way you think I should act, that's not, I'm going to feel like I'm not upholding where I came from. The people that I grew up with are going to look at me in, as a sellout. So, Ooh, so Derek, he, Derek thought that? Derek thought that. And so he said, I'm just, I'm not going to talk to the media. I'm not going to give them what they want because they're saying all this bad stuff about me in the papers. I see it. I, I, see, I hear them on, on TV. I, I, I see all this. So I'm not going to be nice to you in front of the cameras and play the game. I'm not going to do that. I, I'm just not going to do anything. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to be reluctant whenever I have to talk. And he says, now he looks back at it and realizes that that was a mistake because it allowed other people to take up the narrative and it allowed the negative things said about him to have a life of their own. Right, because
1: cause they, cause they, cause they don't know, so this is going to make stuff up.
2: Exactly. And, so, and, and, and he was not countering any of it. Right. And I feel like Colin allowed the same thing to happen, and and he, but he hasn't learned the lesson that Derek did. Like one of the reasons Derek was doing the podcast with me, we went into a bunch of different stuff, was he was like, because this is probably the more you, most you ever heard me talk. And I go, yeah, yeah. And it was, it was really refreshing because I knew Derek back then when he was going through the knee issues and everything. I knew who he was. I knew his love for the game. I knew that he had gone to the wall and played with all sorts of inju- injuries and had his body break down. And so when he came back, he was like, I got to approach this a different way because I need to get to the finish line. I'm trying to win a championship. So I knew that he wasn't sitting out because like he was just stealing money or that he didn't want to play. It was more the other. Like I want to be able to play and finish. And I, and I couldn't. And, I, and, and my body betrayed me. So I got to try to do this a different way. I understood that. Uh, but most people did not. And it was because I'd had an opportunity to kind of get to know him. So, this is my distinct. This is why I'm kind of like I'm completely off where Cap is because even now, even now, we don't know where Cap's head is. Like, why is he doing this workout? What changed? Why is he accepting of the NFL now? What happened with the 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 settlement with the NFL? Like, you guys were battling and then you settled, and it. It was for money, but not that much money. Was this part of the deal? Like at this point, I need to know where Cap stands for me to buy in to right. what Nobody, his original cause was.
1: Right. Nobody That's why anytime I get asked to to speak about it, I'm always unsure because I don't know the truth. Right. You know, I'm not I'm not being like cynical or whatever, but I feel like there's a chance where let me just let me be cynical and create a story because I don't know. Like we just talked about, right? Dick, I, I almost saw the situation where I knew how Cap was before superstar, you know, everybody loved him, you know, went out like just, just this superstar celebrity type of guy. And then all of a sudden, you just start seeing him, you know, first he sat on the bench, right? You know, right. and then obviously meeting with Nate Boyd turned into a Neil, and then all of a sudden, it's like now. You know, now he's all about politics and and taking a stand and justice and all this stuff. When I didn't know he was, that's how he was. Was he like that before? I don't know. I can't say yes or no. But from what I saw, no, he wasn't like that before until, right, he was with Eric Reed, who was all about that. He was really about that life. And then his girlfriend, uh, Nessa, who was about that too.
2: Right.
1: You know, so it almost looked like that he, he did it to support. But then when people looked at him like, oh, this is Colin Kaepernick taking a stance. Right. Now he's like, oh man, I was just doing it to support. So now I really gotta I really gotta not be all about it. How do I go all about it? Because when you look at people, let's go into the history, let's look at Jim Browns, let's look at Muhammad Ali. Like those guys were vocal about it.
2: Right. Right,
1: you know they were they they were really about that life. They were vocal,
2: and he mishandled it at the start. He had some missteps, but I I felt like what he was trying to do or what he was trying to bring attention to was was, was good and more important than criticizing him for the missteps. Like, let's not use the missteps as an excuse. Not to look at the validity of what he's trying to draw attention to, that was my feeling then, and I also felt like you know what he's still kind of young, and if he took missteps i'm gonna i'm gonna attribute it to his youth. well, but this is like four or five he's thirty two years old now. My feeling is I look at him in a different way. You should have learned some lessons about how about how this works, and I think what really bothers me is that again the issues that he's trying to bring attention to are legitimate issues in this country. But when you, and I may be veering out of my lane a little bit in saying this, but I feel it needs to be said, and I was actually going to say it on the show today, this opportunity conversation didn't flow in the right direction. It
1: never does.
2: Well, yeah. But the point I, I, I wanted to make is when a man of color, when a minority uh
1: Man, I'll call it s- it.
2: screws up screws up um a a making a statement or a, a supporting a cause like this. It's the same as Jussie Smalley. Like it does ten times the damage because it gives everybody who wants to dismiss the issue now the opportunity to say, see, he said it was about this, but it was really about him or it was really about this or he wasn't serious. And so You can go you go flying right by. Yeah. But the issue that this started, like that's still a legitimate issue, like that that Colin screwed it up doesn't mean the issue is any less important, but it gives people the excuse to do that. It's the same as with any woman who claims to be uh, raped or sexually abused. And then you find out, no, it was a it was a money grab or it was extortion, whatever it is, it's like, you know how much damage you're doing to something that is a legitimate issue in our society? And that's the problem that I have with Colin at this point, even even to the point of him doing this workout. Like, what were the last three years about? Uh, what, Like, now it's just about, you just need to get back to playing football, and we still don't know what your relationship to the, with the NFL is, and the, the issues that you had with the NFL, and It's it's to me it undermines what little credibility and value the last four this whole Colin Kaepernick episode had. If he goes back and he tries out, especially since I think he's set up to fail, he's going to go try out. He's not going to look good. Nobody's going to sign him, and then everybody can look at it and say, "Well, he better three years, four thirty a.m. He better." (laughs) Even
1: you know what, hey, but working, least, out, least, working out working out ain't the same go, as playing. At least, at least he needs to go work out, and then it's done. Done deal. It's a done deal.
2: Well, it's going to be. I mean, one way or another, it, if if he goes through with it, it's. I fully expect it's going to be a done deal. It's not like we're going to see Colin Kaepernick back in in the league. In fact, from what I've heard, and this is what's crazy too. I, I swear, I saw the I saw a report where this was teams looking at him not to sign him now but potentially for next season i'm like come on he's gonna be he's gonna be 33 years old next year
1: yeah but he won't have
2: played for four years
1: he'll be healthy
2: and you're gonna sign him as a backup when you, when off, you really, you really to look all, at him you got the last all
1: offseason you got all offseason you, off you got all OTAs to let him play football and find okay. out
2: so so then if that's the case why does he have to work out now why does he have to work out when when this was just decided a couple of days ago, and he doesn't know who he's throwing to. And, like, why the why the parameters?
1: Because cause cause that's what teams do. I, literally, literally, like, this week, I have to find the exact date, but I'm pretty sure it was this week. It was, it was November 2012. <laughs> I worked out for the Seahawks. They had interest. They looked at it. You know, this is when... Sherman and Brandon Browder, they got in trouble. Hold on, I worked out in 2012. This is when they got in trouble for the crack cup thing, you know, whatever, the drug test. Right. They signed me in April. Okay. I was on their list of, I could play now. I could play now. Right. But this is a good move for the offseason to bring him in here and let him compete.
2: Okay, I would still make the argument that your situation was a little bit different because you were still fresh from playing.
1: No, I didn't. I didn't play that season at all. I know. I, th- I know you I didn't the- play. Oh, you mean like in terms of three years? I played yes, that, yes, that season. Yes,
2: yes. You were still like you would just come off a season of playing. Regardless,
1: my my whole thing was teams. Teams will work out guys now because they're building for next year.
2: And and okay, but there's also a matter of. Like the whole, if if somebody has, if somebody thinks they can get a competitive advantage by signing you or signing Colin Kaepernick, do they uh, do they want to do a collective workout or they want to do their own workout? They want to run their own workout. They want to run you through what they want to run you through.
1: But maybe they don't want that. That's the whole point. Guys don't want to show their hands, so everyone's going to show up. That's what Roger's point was. Roger was telling me that they he did He knew like there's there's some sort of interest, but nobody wants to step up and say it. So it's like everyone wants to keep it quiet. Let's all go to this workout together. Let's watch this combine style where everyone's there. Yeah. Ran by Hugh Jackson. That's what I heard.
2: Yeah, I heard that too.
1: And see what happens.
2: So you think that people are interested in Colin Kaepernick's talent
1: Guys They're will just go nervous guys about being
2: the team that actually signs him.
1: Guys want, to, yes, guys want to. Guys will go anywhere and look. They want to look.
2: Well, again, but they couldn't they have done that at any point? How, like, how are they? Are they protected just because it's a collective look? Yes. How, and, but what are they
1: protected from, Colin? Them, just themselves. They just don't want to say anything.
2: Okay, they but don't want what, to say anything, but what is it they're afraid of? And if they, if somebody had worked him out, I'm not even saying this, to, I'm
1: not even saying like afraid to just that's just what it is, man. Like, period, like there's nothing
2: I just feel there's nothing little, like, to like justify. If he's that radioactive. If you're that fearful of having your name tied to Colin Kaepernick, that the only way you'll go watch him practice or watch him work out is if it's league run and there are other teams there and there's safety in numbers then you still have to cross the threshold of if you're going to sign him, you now become the team that jumps out and signs him. And it then sounds it like people then, okay. are still scared of that.
1: Then it is. I think it's a matter of there's no true, like, we we need, we want to look at him now on our own for our sake. Yeah, It's like if we're going to get a workout in a controlled setting, sure, we'll check it out. There are guys that go somewhere in the Midwest you never heard of because they want to look at some guy. Yeah,
2: no, I no doubt. So if
1: there's a workout for Kaepernick in a controlled setting, there's enough people on any on every team where you can send somebody there to check it out, and there's going to be a video.
2: Uh, well, and that's the thing though, like everybody's going to see this, so
1: at the end of the day, this all could have been avoided had his girlfriend not sent out that Django tweet about Steve Bashati the Ravens owner. at the end of the day it's all come been avoided
2: and because if anybody
1: would have gave him a chance it would have been Greg Roman to sign him in a backup role on that team. yeah but and because of that tweet of Ray Lewis hugging Steve Bashotti, paired yeah. in the same tweet with Samuel Jackson, Hugging Leonardo DiCaprio from the movie Django, and then also too, not to mention, don't you think every owner will have that guy's back? Oh yeah, like, oh for sure. Did that, oh for did sure. That's one of our guys. Like, for come sure. on. And well, then,
2: and the timeline. Yeah. And if that's you did it to him, what chances you could do with us?
1: Right. So this was that was August when she put that tweet out.
2: Yeah.
1: October 2017 is when he filed grievance. So then you set yourself back even more. Now you're still in the league.
2: Well, see that's the thing. He can you file the grievance. Back. You file the grievance. You're at odds with the NFL. Then you resolve your odds with the NFL. Now, but you're still out there, and you're an advocate. Your social, your ju- your concern is social justice. But now I'm gonna I'm gonna take part in this 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 tryout that is not designed by me that. The NFL is totally controlling, like that whole Django thing. I don't know this. This feels if if that's how you really feel, then this feels like that. that He didn't put that out, though. She did. Yeah, but he's. It's not like they're not still together. I mean, he's never. He's never disavowed what she put out there. She put that out, not him, dude. It does not matter. Yes, it does. No, it does not. It does unless Colin. Like, can't. It, ends hurt, the, it hurt
1: him because they're affiliated. Yes, they're together, so it did hurt him, but the fact that it didn't come from his actual account is why he's getting a workout on Saturday. God, I don't know
2: about that. And the fact that he hasn't been in the league is because he's still connected with her and never disavowed what she put out there. He never even went so far as what Michael Vick had to at one point with his brother, which is to say, that's my brother. That's not mine. But you know how this works. When Marcus Vick talks and, and, and talks bad about the Eagles, the assumption is he got that because of something that, you know, some conversation that he had with Michael. That's the assumption unless something is said. And even if something is said, you're just disavowing it. There's still going to be people who don't necessarily buy it. But at least... You go to the point where you say, "Hey, look, that wasn't me. I had nothing to do with it. That was my brother." And then you have a good talk with your family and your friends, and you go, "Look, don't mess up my gig." Don't well, that speak probably for me. that probably happened when they had the settlement. Okay, well, that needed to be public because no, that's still hanging. Yes, it did. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, yes, for it you, did. No, no. Well, if it I if, to be public for, that, for me that he apologized for that for the tweet. For me to understand, to for me to understand where Colin, if Colin, if if I, if Colin Kaepernick is asking me to support his cause, then I need some clarity on what his cause is and everything that he's been through, so that I can still buy in to the genuineness. You cannot or the care. Sincerity. Okay, you're you, right. I can or right. I cannot care, and I can say, you know what? It's as like, far as it's I am like Colin believes what she believes, and this whole thing's a ruse. I could go, I could go full Jason Whitlock, and say you don't gotta,
1: you don't gotta go Jason Whitlock. You can just, you see it. It is what it is. All right. Yeah, but now, now I spent- if I now if I run into him, if I run into Colin, he's like, yo, Will, you know, I need you to support me on this. I'm like, all right, I need some details. Now I need some details. I'm listening. Okay. I'm here. I need some details. Well, I don't have I don't have that genuine interest where I'm like I really want to go there and support the, no as the movement as a whole how people are supporting and going for justice for police brutality right. I respect it I'm all for it but look like, whatever he's doing I don't know what he's doing so I can't really go and support or well, say what I want so, to say so here's in that thing. regard
2: For me I thought I knew and for several years on the radio I supported him in spite of people being Critical see owner. that's
1: why. See you, that's why you're upset. That's you right. That's what I you're right. <laughs> you're that's why. I, you're exactly right.
2: That's now, why I'm upset because I, I support. From I support his cause.
1: Do I think he should play? Absolutely. I think he should play.
2: I don't care whether he plays or not.
1: I think he's. I think he. In Do I support him in terms of? Do I think he deserves to play? Yes, I think he deserves to play.
2: I think he deserves to play too.
1: Now, do I support whatever he's doing? I don't know what he's doing. So that's all you.
2: Well, you know what? We're going to find out. We're going to find out whether he plays or not.
1: Does he play this year?
2: I don't think he's going to play.
1: Does he play this year?
2: No. Okay. I don't believe that he will. I'm still not convinced he's ever going to be signed. That's fair. And so then this workout just basically... Allows everybody to dismiss everything that's that was talked sport. about. For like, man, get this man to work out,
1: so we can be done with this.
2: Yeah, and so and that's then people—that's not what he said. That's my assumption. That's how I look at it. No, 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 I know, but and with that, people will bury what the initial, what started this all, which was that the that the blacks are treated unfairly in this country by the police. That will be lost as a result. The the. People that uh, there will be a healthy number of people will say, "See, that was all just bull," and it wasn't, and it's not. But this will give them the allowance to to say that. So, all right, that does it for this episode of Buker and Blackman. We started off light, and we ended up heavy. Woo!
1: Really, really, really quick though. Yes, I'm going to tease it. Okay, mellow to the Blazers.
2: Okay, you're teasing it. I mean, it happened.
1: <laughs> no, I'm saying you're probably going to talk about it tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
2: I will talk about it in the next podcast. Yeah, see. Yes, and I'm, I'm actually going to catch up. I'm going to catch up with the Blazers for another story that I'm working on. So I'll have some some boots on the ground insight on what Mellow with the Blazers looks like. I'm very interested. It's a I I'm glad to see him get another shot. I am too. Uh Blazers as good a place as any. I don't know if he's like they need frontline help in the worst way. I don't know if Melo necessarily addresses what they need, but maybe. I mean, he's 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 non-guaranteed, low risk addition of talent. It can't hurt. I'm glad that he's getting a shot.
1: He's going to play, get warm, they might release him january goes to the lakers it's
2: oh, rain go. No. <laughs> nobody gets warm and gets released no nobody gets warm in the uh, nobody gets warm in portland <laughs> all right that does it and now you know what we will be discussing in the next podcast don't forget wherever you get your podcast please rate us on itunes or wherever it is and just screenshot the, uh, the rating and send it to at Buker Friends and you'll be eligible to win your choice either Derek Rose's uh, latest, uh, his biography I will see that that gets autographed, you'll get an autographed copy or uh, my book with Yao Ming for those who are interested in why the NBA finds itself in this uh, this, this situation with China shall we say uh, the book gives you great insight into difference in cultures and, uh, and, and the political and business ramifications that Yao faced and that the league is still dealing with. All right. As always, for Will, for myself, thanks for listening.